All right, welcome back to the show. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News, is with me. It's Baldry's Beat. Good morning, Keith. Happy Friday. Okay, happy Friday of a long weekend. we got a beautiful long weekend coming up. The weather looks awesome. Unfortunately, the travel restrictions are still in place, right? Stay home. Do not travel. The police roadblocks will be up. Some confusion, though, around where you can go and what you can do, especially as it relates to a cabin, if you want to go to a cabin. What the Premier meant to say. Okay, let's get into this now because, um, you know, here's what Horgan, let's start with what Horgan said yesterday. So here's Premier John Horgan talking about these travel restrictions this weekend. Now listen carefully to what he says here. So stay local, stay close to home. If you have a cottage within your health authority, that, of course, is uh, absolutely okay by me. Okay. No. <laughs> it's not. That's not no, okay. No. What is the deal here? Why would he say that? I'm uh, not entirely sure. Uh, but again, uh, another example. John Horgan doesn't necessarily know the rules as closely as his line ministers do. Uh, Adrian Dix and Mike Farnworth. Although Mike, you had Mike Farnworth sort of uh, twisting on the fishing line. There well, let me morning. play that for you too, because I did speak to Solicitor General Mike Farnworth. He was the first guest this morning, and we got into this. And I asked him, "What is the Premier trying to say here? Like, what do you mean you can go to a?" You can go to a cabin. Cottage. A cottage. And uh, so here's what Farnworth told me. He was talking about, because uh, um, he's in Victoria, uh, about the Vancouver Island Health Authority and referencing like on the Gulf Islands where many people do have cabins. Um, and that's in that, that's in that, uh, that's in that, uh, it's quite local from Victoria to the, uh, to the Gulf Islands. Okay, this is new no. to me that if you're in Victoria, you can travel to no. the Gulf Islands. Wrong again. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no. So right now, uh, all travel is supposed to be essential travel only, and essential travel is your primary residence, not your secondary res- residence, such as a cabin or as the premier calls it, cottage, which is an Ontario reference. Um, so no, you do not. Uh, by local, it re- literally means staying home. It does. So our health authorities are vast geographical regions, the size of some European countries. So yeah. you're not uh, supposed to travel within your health authority either. It's to stay home and just basically minimize your contacts with people. And uh, uh, again, don't don't travel. So go, don't go to your cabin. Don't go to your cottage. Stay home. Yeah, I mean, when he says that it, it's okay by him to go to a a cottage in your own health authority. You know, like Vancouver and Whistler are in the same health authority. As a seashell. Yeah, or, or Kelowna and the Kootenays are in the same health authority. So are you telling me, Is it, it sounded to me like he was saying, if you live in Vancouver, it's okay to go to Whistler, I think uh, it, to, a co- to a cottage. Yeah, And it, I'm like, it's a this mystery. is completely counter to everything that we've been told. In fact, you got the RCMP put out a news release yesterday saying they're setting up roadblocks on the Sea to Sky Highway. Yeah, so it's a, again, so, it's a misread of what the rules are, what the advisory is. Um, again, not everybody understands all the rules, and I think he misspoke. Well, yeah, I mean, I think the rules are stay local and do do not go to a cabin. That's right. Contrary to what he said. Mm-hmm. And isn't there a pattern of this? That Horgan well, does this a lot. Yeah, there is. So uh, if you recall, this time last year, uh, he had at his news conference said, now is the time for British Columbians to travel the province. No, he was about a week or two premature for that. We still hadn't uh, lifted the travel restrictions. Uh, some weeks ago, pr- the premier said, if you got your vaccination, you were no, you were going to be treated to different rules than people who hadn't been vaccinated. No, that's not the case. We're not there yet. At some point, we're going to be there, but we're not there yet. Just because you got your vaccine doesn't mean you're exempt from some of these restrictions. Um, 
and there's been a couple of other examples of that as well. But if, um, P- Peter Milbury had on referenced his Christmas dinner, for example, which was again that's where Horgan at one point said he was planning to have a, cri- a family gathering family, at yeah. Christmas. And that wasn't uh, that was basically. And then he walked that back. He, he canceled that back. it. Yeah. So there's been a, there's been several instances. It's a. I think it's an example of, uh, at the very beginning of the pandemic, I remember John Horgan telling me, when I was in his office, the last time I was in his office, we were actually sitting there having a chat about what a bizarre thing we're about to go into, this pandemic. And he said, well, I'm not going to be the face of this. I'm not going to be driving uh, you know, out there in front of the cameras every day. It's going to be Adrian Dix. It's going to be Mike Farmer. It's going to be Dr. Bonnie Henry. And he stuck to that uh, since then. And that served him well, unlike Jason Kenney and Doug Ford, who are out there every day, with contradictory messages, changing their minds. and then So Horgan only appears every now and then at these events, <laughs> but every time he comes into one of these things, there's something something weird happens. There's and another Horganism. A Horganism. Okay. And it's, uh, <laughs> it's, again, I don't think it's, it's not, um, you know, I don't think it speaks ill of him or anything like that. It's just, uh, again, misspeaking what the rules are right now, but it's been a challenge for everyone since the day one to figure out what the rules are. But guess what? I've already gotten some emails from listeners this morning saying that after they heard, they were wondering and, and pondering whether they should travel this weekend. And then they heard Horgan say, it's okay to go to a cottage in your own health authority. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Now they've decided to go. They've yeah. decided to travel because they heard what Horgan said. I don't think you're going to see so, a lot of people do that. but Some of them are doing it. Some people will do that, but I don't think you're going to see an avalanche of people suddenly saying, oh, let's go pack up the camper. We're going We're going um, again, but some people probably will. Okay, let's listen to another clip of Horgan yesterday, and here he is. Tuesday is shaping up as a, as a major announcement here, right? Okay, so they're going to be announcing some reopening measures, and Horgan giving a preview of, of that here. And we're going to play an extended clip here because he actually gives away a lot of what's coming here on Tuesday. So here's the premier yesterday. They can expect on Tuesday that the circuit breaker will be over and a roadmap will be laid out for all British Columbians to see. This is great news for young people who, as Bonnie has said, want to get on with their lives. It's great news for entrepreneurs. It's great news for workers. It's great news for adults, whether they're people of faith who are yearning to get back to their temples, to their churches, to their gurdwaras, uh, people who want to get back onto the field and play a game. People who want to travel to their home or their summer homes in other parts of the province. All of that is just around the corner, but it has to be a slow and methodical approach. Uh, we're confident that come July, we're going to be in a much better place. But on Tuesday, we'll lay out that roadmap. Okay, you gave away a lot there. So, yeah, so you got, go uh, he talks about the circuit breaker being over. The circuit yeah. breaker refers to the ban on in person dining. Uh, and and uh, the travel restrictions. So restaurants are going to open for indoor dining. That order expires Monday at midnight, so yep. one assumes that means restaurants are have the green light to open again. He referred to uh, sports, yep. referred to uh, temples and churches uh, reopening again, but and he also mentioned July. So again, the slow reopening. I think what you're going to see on Tuesday is a bit of a timeline and a roadmap of how different sectors of society will open more than what we've seen. And I think he singled out, I mean, restaurants, sports, uh, religious services, just to name he three. He also said travel, where he said people yep. will be able to go to their vacation properties. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, the, the travel order expires on Tuesday anyways. So, so those, does that mean that these travel restrictions likely to be lifted on those roadblocks, Tuesday? Those roadblocks will be gone on Tuesday, those okay. checkpoints. They're, they're gone. So it's, uh, again, free to travel. Just like last year, we tra- we started to travel in B.C., Yeah. Late May and through the summer, and that's going to be the situation this time as well. And I think you're going to see sports leagues resume. 
Dr. Henry has told us that you are going to see more people in the stands at some events, but you're not going to see 30,000 people at a Lions game. But you, mm. if, if the Lions want to start up again, you probably what we're seeing in the United States, you know, limited crowd sizes, maybe a couple thousand people, maybe uh, uh, depending on how large the facility is, but not big crowds. And again, not all at once. It's going to be staggered over the summer. Okay. Bonnie Henry has often said we're, this is not going to be switching like a, a switch off and on. No, it's more dimmer like switch. The, the dimmer switch. So is this like turning up the dimmer switch? How much, like how much do you think will reopen immediately I, next week? I think restaurants will open. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, if uh, faith uh, services, religious services open as well sure. the following weekend. And then again, as we go through the summer, I think you're going to see sports uh, start to take hold. And, and then she's referred, and John Horgan again referred to July. I think June's going to be a slow reopening. July, though, I think is the target for opening up much more, mm. such as athletics and, 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 you know, kids' camps. Another one I've been asked about. Are we going to see the return of not only just day camps, but overnight camps for kids? I wouldn't mm. be surprised if that happens. Okay. Anticipating that greatly here on Tuesday. Because our numbers are going down. Right. Okay. Yeah. They not, the, we're down into the 300s now. Yeah. Right. So, well, ro- rolling seven-day average, we're still in the 400s, but the positivity rate is down. Um, I just piece on Global the other night pointing out that uh, the daily case numbers are down 50% since the peak in early April. Hospitalizations down more than 30%. ICUs down more, more than 40%. Positivity rate and our testing are down four points to six and a half percent, and the reproductive number, the all important number, which if if it's over one, it means the virus is being transmitted at a very uh, high rate. It's now uh, below one in all health authorities, and it's uh, that's all incursion. That's why we're having reopening announcements and the vaccine ramping up. That's the other thing. That's a huge part of it as well. We're yeah. we're at fifty nine percent of the eligible population. Although I think that number is going to go down because we're adding three hundred ten thousand kids, age twelve to seventeen, into the eligible population. But as we plow through Pfizer vaccine, and that's what's being administered right now, by and large is uh, we're getting 276,000 doses of Pfizer a week. That goes to 328,000 doses in June. We are going to be at the 75% mark sooner than you think. Wow. All right, Baldry's beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Your calls to him, 604-280-9898 is the number to call. 604-280-9898, star 9898 on your cell. Jennifer in Chilliwack. Hi, Jennifer. Oh, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Love your sure. show. Just wondering, I heard Dr. Henry say that if our, we, I'm trying to talk my 15 year old into getting vaccinated and that we are allowed to go with them and get vaccinated as well at the same time. Now, does that include second doses? I've already been vaccinated once. Uh, good question. I don't think you're ready for your second dose. The second dose interval has been uh, shortened to 13 weeks from 16 weeks. Um, but it's conceivable if you're, and it's unlikely that you're ready for your second dose, but I would think if you have your second dose, you are allowed to bring your kids basically with you to a vaccination clinic if they're over 12 and they can get uh, vaccinated. There's very few people getting their second dose right now. Jennifer, thank you for the call. It's interesting that for kids who are 12 and over would be eligible to get the vaccine. Do they need parental approval no. to get the vaccine? They can do it without parental approval, right? Yeah, mature consent. What if you got like a non-vaxxer parent saying, oh, you're not getting vaccinated? The kid can, the kid can still get yeah, it. Yep. Yeah, that's interesting. Mature consent. Yeah. Like, I wonder if you could have a situation where you'd have some anti-vaxxer parents. They don't want their kids to get the vaccine. Well, there, the there, kid disagrees. Yeah, there may be that in, I think, very limited numbers, but you never know. I mean, what, the challenge right now is to get 
younger people vaccinated, which is more of a challenge than older people. Okay, 604-280-9898 is the number, star 9898 on your cell. Ken and Langley, hey, Ken. Hey, Mike. Hey, Hi. and Keith, uh, I'd like to say I had, it, it's great, good to have great entertainment once in a while, listening to two buffoons, John Horgan and uh, Mike Farnworth. But what I thought was most embarrassing, it was almost embarrassing to listen to Mike Farnworth had his tongue tied in about uh, a couple dozen knots. He sounded more interested in exonerating and justifying what John Horgan said than getting the straight message across to the people. Supposed to be public safety minister? Ha! Huh. That's a leader? Are you kidding? What a jo- I had a good laugh, it was, but it was embarrassing. I was going to turn it off. I almost couldn't stand it. Well, he was, he was stumbling a little bit to try and explain or justify what Horgan has said. I mean, sometimes we have seen cabinet ministers come out when Horgan has done one of these Horganisms or whatever and said, well, what the premier meant to say, right, is usually the prefix. That, we used to see that with Mike Harcourt. Recall Moses yeah. Hoda and Glenn Clark would come out and say, well, yeah. what the premier meant to say was this. Yeah. But, Clarify. But and I think it's better to do that. I think it's better to get the accurate information on the record. Even if you have to correct the boss, you got to do what yeah. you've got to do. Because when you start doubling down on it, like Farnworth effectively did with me, suggesting that it's okay to travel to the Gulf Islands, this weekend i'm yeah. not sure that does any any no. help in no. fact in some ways it makes it worse let's go to mike in richmond hey mike hi uh keith uh, mike just a question uh you said uh, kids that are 12 and over get the vaccination uh and for me my daughter is born in 2009 but she's uh only 11 so how does that work uh, when does she when does she turn 12 uh november I think she'd be, would she be eligible? I think so. Uh, well, the, the Pfizer uh, has been approved by Health Canada for use of, of kids 12 and, and oh, over. Okay. Hmm. So um, I think sorry, November I might put you outside the window there. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry, I did call yesterday uh, because I wanted to clarify to some degree. I wasn't able to get a straight answer, but they did register my daughter. So, well, that's good. That's good. Uh, for, yeah, well, it's fantastic. I, I'm glad. Yeah. yeah, I'm all for it. But I just wanted to see if you had any more insight on that. Thank you. Yeah, okay, no, thanks for that. that she's registered. So uh, there are, I have heard instances of someone who is 11 is getting vaccinated because they're turning 12 in a relatively short time. Okay, Alex in New West. Hey, Alex. Hey, good morning. Hi. I, I'm just curious. Uh, my kids are 12 and 10. Uh, they both had COVID. So I'm sure that the natural defense is better than the, the vaccine. So they wouldn't be pressured into getting vaccinated, would they? Well, they're not pressured, but they're certainly the twelve-year-old is eligible to be vaccinated. I would still get vaccinated. Um, again, well, I believe Bonnie Henry has encouraged people to get the vaccine even if they've had COVID. Exactly, exactly. And this may be an annual exercise. We don't know where we're going with this thing. I mean, you, this may be a vaccination that uh, you're going to be uh, asked to get every year. We, we're, we haven't made that decision yet, but this is a whole. This is a novel coronavirus, or so we're sort of learning the science as we go. Nicole in Maple Ridge. Hi. Hi. Um, yeah, I, I'm just thinking that you're, you're kind of blowing this right out of proportion for reasons just to maybe get better right, ratings, I don't know. But uh, the bottom line is, and I think Horgan and, and um, Barnworth were trying to say is, just stay home. This is no different than any other weekend. Um, people just stay home. And most intelligent people who understand that basic message... Um, no, to stay home. And Whistler has nothing to do. The, the mayor of Whistler already said he doesn't want anyone there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just doesn't, to me, 
doesn't make sense to confuse people even more by. by I'm not. Uh, listen, listen I'm not. I'm not doing the one that the confusing here. Okay, I'm not the one who's confusing people. The people who are confused that confuse the public on this are Horgan and Farnworth again this morning, when he suggested it would be okay if you live in Victoria to go visit the Gulf Islands. That's con- that's confusing the public. I'm not confusing that, the not, public. I'm trying to correct home. the record. Yeah. I'm trying to tell people what the rules are. Okay, and when you tell people it's okay to go to a cabin when you're not supposed to go to a cabin, that's confusing the public, not me. Mm-hmm. It's the premier who causes the confusion. You agree with me, Keith? <laughs> okay, easily. All right, easily. Thank you. We've made that point. Have a good weekend. All right.